A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the thunderstorm of this podcast. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so happy. We're <laughs> I'm so happy we're ta- gonna talk about a day that will live in history. The day probably more important than my future wedding, the birth of my first child, that beautiful thunderstorm we experienced last night in Los Angeles. Wow. Thunderstorm, Instagram down, Facebook deleted. <laughs> I mean, also uh, production said yes on the strike. It was, you know, this, I know it's coming out a little later, but that was a very active, very active day. Well, it just was like, I don't know. I got really happy that it was raining. I know it's like not enough to not have us be in a drought or anything, uh, you know, of that magnitude, but it is just like, oh, thank God like uh, some mm-hmm. rain, some something like just something. I mean, just seeing light, like, yeah, just just taking in just the big storm just felt like such a good reset that I think everyone needs. And of course, doing anything that requires functionality and things operating properly is not great for extreme weather, p- period. The hail at Disneyland videos was just like off the charts of everyone just being like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like just people are recording. <laughs> I like, I don't know what to do. Like, what is, what is this stuff? It's like, you just seek shelter and, and ride it out, baby. That's all you can do. Not if you're driving, not if you're driving, <laughs> literally keep going. Yes. I literally, that just happened to me. And the hailstorm that I was in, luckily I continued driving. Yeah. Apparently the people that pulled over got in some serious trouble. But what does it do? Like break your like well, yeah. I guess it's or what does stopping hail do? Oh uh, yeah. Keep so going. I guess yeah, I guess it was if you can, that is yeah. my advice. It because and don't drive do into flood water. <laughs> I know that I know that one. Definitely people were not on their best behavior yesterday. Maybe it was the Instagram outage and not the rain. I don't know. 
maybe maybe that's you what, know what? honestly it's probably true i was i was thinking about that of like how many people did uh like like when you quit smoking there's like a thing i found when i quit smoking that i didn't realize that part of what i liked about smoking was like taking a 5 minute break to breathe or whatever those things and when when you don't have your thing to distract you like you are awful <laughs> so it's not certainly not an excuse for it but i imagine there was a ton of a ton of like uh people probably can't like place it to that to that they might probably are not as self-aware to go like oh i'm i'm really lashing out today because instagram is down and i don't have my normal distraction to to do this but i, I you're for sure right i i think for sure the instagram outage i i mean i could track the number of text messages i got until it went down and people just literally stopped responding and it was like oh every, or when it came back up like you know everyone just like instantly went on there and was like time sucking which mm -hmm. is fun i mean that's also cool i'm not like mad that anyone stopped texting i just think it's interesting i think we are definitely finding distractions mm -hmm. i was stoked a lot of people it's their work too like i think that was the whole thing it AOC was like posting about of like oh yeah and especially for WhatsApp like if you're an international communicator like that's is your texting that is how you're communicating with your family your friends everybody so it was just like oh wow yeah this is a vital part of communication and commerce and entertainment and it's all under this one big conglomerate and it can go out in any second uh so what's That's your backup something that we should yeah, <laughs> yeah that we should be, be aware, aware of to be noted of and noted maybe not dump it all into one basket i know a local restaurant that their online menu is only on facebook and i'm like <gasps> i mean i guess it doesn't really matter but like maybe think about having it elsewhere you know well those are the things that's what i was thinking about because at first i was like damn that'd be sick if it just is like gone i was hoping <laughs> i was hoping it was deleted forever for sure i was i was deleted. absolutely absolutely hoping it was deleted forever and i was like this is it this is the fucking reset that we've been waiting for like it's just gonna be gone but of course i was also thinking of like oh, this is people's business this is yeah people are some people do actually use this for connection and communicating and all of those things. And I don't want that to be taken from someone. And I also would love if Facebook and Instagram were deleted forever, like with no, with no consequences, I guess, if we were able to, if we were able to asterisk it enough, well, that would be great. I think but. it's the same thing as the rain, right? Like yeah. if, if it was deleted for everyone, it's kind of fun. Yes. If it's yes. one person's thing gets, you know, when they do the like censoring or all those kind of things that they do. Yes. That's when it becomes not so fun. That's a great point. And it is like out. I feel like there's something too. I always am happy about something that's like out of your control. I always feel such a fucking devastating weight of responsibility at all times so anytime it's like oh it's raining that's not your fault you didn't get to choose that or anything take take the take the thing that means you can't go to a place that doesn't have to be your responsibility when you cannot be responsible for something fucking bask in that instagram got deleted it's not you're not not doing your job you literally can't there's nothing to be done about it enjoy that be like take it take it a day any of those things i'm always just like why doesn't why don't people want to not be responsible <laughs> i hear you i figured it would be back by the afternoon too so i was like i, I guess too. i just won't scroll this i'm like i'm just not gonna scroll this morning that's okay <laughs> i wanted at least i wanted several days that's that's what i was hoping for that I was been like, hot. if we could get a if we could get a week for digital be, detox we, yeah we couldn't though because do you know how many people wouldn't go back I, I really do believe that if it shut down for a week, a bunch of people would like. I know that's but that's also what I was thinking where I was like, it needs to be. It can't be an afternoon. Everybody's had an afternoon where, you know, they've had an afternoon off for social media for whatever reasons, whether it's down or they left their phone somewhere and they're forced to 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 not be online. It's like that's not that's not changing hearts and minds. Also, all my emails were like, Hey, it's booze, Philly cheesesteak. 
Instagram down, get a cheesesteak. Like every email, <laughs> every email I got was reminding me that I'm not on Instagram or social media for that morning. And I was just like, you guys, it's, I mean, I'll, I, it almost worked actually. I was like, you know what? Maybe I will just get a cheesesteak. No one's watching. No, no one's, I love it. I'm not eating it on Instagram live right now, but <laughs> it's like live so, with this. so many promo emails that were just like, come on, buy this thing. The internet's down. There's another way to shop. And it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. I just love too, that it also is like, you're always trying to figure out an angle and when there is an angle given it's like oh hell yeah everybody's sending out instagram down do this like <laughs> it's it's right there it's like a holiday <laughs> you just have a instagram down have sex with your loved one here's some lube <laughs> like oh yeah that sounds fun Let's you gotta pass thing. the time somehow <laughs> well i think this this actually lends itself to our discussion today of of careers which i feel like is something that's always kind of Maybe not always. That's probably being too broad. No, but always, it's Julia. It's, it's every always single in, time. It's in every single episode. It is at the basis of everything we're talking about. No, I feel like it's always in the background or it's something tangential. And we have talked about the midheaven, uh, the 10th house. We've talked about this in different ways, but I think it's something that people also ask a lot. I would say this is probably the second oh, yeah. most um, like uh, astrology question. question. Yeah first being relationship, second being career. And I think that that makes sense in terms of one, like where we tend to look astrologically. I think like seventh, if we're talking about the first house being us, seventh is like right across from you. And 10th is like looking up. It's those things that like make mm -hmm. sense that we're looking at those angles. And also it's like, who's around you and what are you doing? Those, I think it's not, um, uh, a bad thing to be concerned about career to be questioning that and we also want to feel like we have um a purpose that we're doing something that are we are living a meaningful life that people recognize us for the work that we're doing that all of these things I think that it's hard to talk about this stuff kind of in a non uh like I don't know I'm always I'm always hesitant to talk about this because I don't want people to feel like they have to have a career I guess ultimately is the thing of like I think that this is a thing that we've kind of been sold especially with social media that's like girl hashtag girl boss and doing it make your own thing and we just like celebrate this this stuff that isn't necessarily we don't all have to be like fucking entrepreneurs selling our our shit or whatever I don't know so that's my like disclaimer before we go into anything else I guess is that like I feel like we ad addressed this in our 10th house episode of like, you are not, you can be valued for things that don't necessarily make you any money. If you aren't making money for the thing that makes, brings you the most joy and all of that, that is okay and valid. And if you are making money from the thing that brings you the most joy, that's fucking awesome. Um, but if you are not, you are not in any way deficient or um, like unambitious or any of those things. I think for sure as well, um, in a capitalist society, I think there is some, like we have some kind of confusion about fulfillment and career and romance. So I think remembering that like, not everything has to be like you can be like a career yogi and not do it as a career. You can like have that as a life fulfillment, lifelong practice. It might be something you do publicly where it lands in that 10th 10, house area. That doesn't mean it's your J-O-B, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also wanted to shout out that this was a requested episode yes. from a listener, from listener Kate. So also just going to throw that out there. Write us a five-star review and uh, suggest apps and fuck, we might just do it. So yeah, we love talking about what you want to hear about too. Uh, you know, we can't always do, sometimes people will request things that we have, have already done, but we also like revisiting and, and giving fresh takes and updated information and expanded knowledge on a, on a topic as well. So tell us, tell us what you want to hear. We want to hear from you. Um, mm -hmm. I did think yeah. of like, I think 10,000 is definitely a foot. I 
not came up because I think these are kind of the places one would look for a career insider. Mar- I might go in a, in a natal chart reading, but I want to know if you guys agree or if you value these places, like in thinking of like job journey or whatever, or if there's like random ones out there. But I think obviously the at mid heaven 10th house, that's that highest point that Julia mentioned. That's where I think that's where people also just naturally see you there. So I think that's a, a, a interesting one because it's like, People might want you to do that job because it, it you look like you can do it, but you might not know that that's what you're into or, or if you even like that stuff. So I don't know. There is this almost like, oh, well, you look like a model. So you should be a model. It's like, I should. I've never thought about like That's how it, it feels like almost like you're selected without maybe as much uh, knowledge or consent. Anyways, I think your sun sign is going to also play a big part. That's our, who we are and what we're doing uh Saturn comes up for me I think with like how we deal with rules and structure how we like to organize the six houses where we're also finding more of our day-to-day grind and then the second house is where we're going to find insight on like money and skills now I think I like to combo all of those because if you have maybe some second house stuff that is like a little like who gives a fuck about money but then you have like this cap MC that's like really maybe about like, you know, growing and structure and this, like, I don't know. I think it's all like a, like astrology or natal chart reading. It's all like soup, you know, like, yeah, you might have this very industrious Saturn, but you also might have this really like lackadaisical Venus that might not really care about that structure as much. So I think seeing those aspects and structure and just really checking what clicks for you, thinking back on what jobs felt good, maybe seeing if you can equate it to the parts of your chart that were getting hit and ticked. But those are like the main, like if I had to like pick just a handful of like chart things, that's what I would probably gravitate towards. What do you guys think? Any, any key players I'm missing? I look at the North node as well. I also would, mm-hmm. um, I also would caveat those houses as also if people have stuff in those earth signs as well. So Taurus, Virgo and Cap- Capricorn, like, maybe you have a cat Mars that's really prominent in your chart that might be, it might not be in one of those houses, but I think like definitely still it has that 10th house feel to it. Cause it's Capricorn and Saturn. So I would say definitely anything that falls in those houses are signs as well, which I think is what you meant. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Um, I think first, the question to ask oneself is like, what do you mean by career? Because I also think that people conflate career with job or they conflate career with um, famous. They say career in terms of like all of these other things. There's a lot of, I think it's a very like umbrella word that people aren't necessarily clear about what it is that they want when they say my career. Um, uh, Again, that thing too of like fulfillment. Is this the thing that does this? So to me, whenever I hear someone asking about career, my thought is 10th house, obviously. Um, Where's the ruler of the 10th? And also I like Venus and moon because I think that, Mm -hmm. um, I, I also don't like career talk that much because I think that anyone can kind of do whatever they want to do. It's more about the path. How are you going to get to the thing that you want to? And it's not always going to be the same path for everybody or what that looks like to someone or what will end up being the most fulfilling version of that. So I like this kind of moon Venus route where it's like, what do you, what is actually what you value about this career that you are looking towards? What's the thing in it that is going to, that is actually the most important to you? And what do you need to feel kind of like safe and recognized? I think sun is in there too, obviously. Um, But I think that, I guess I'm thinking more of like what I would see as impediments to someone finding their ideal career, which would be focusing on the things that they aren't actually that concerned with. And um, doing a thing that actually makes them feel kind of unsafe or not valued or whatever it is. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think everyone can do any, everything. I, I'm instantly was like, no, that's not true. Like, I don't mean, I, but I, I don't mean anything, themes, but yeah. I guess it's, it's not, not like there aren't things that are suited for that, but I feel like sometimes 
one of the things people don't like, and maybe this is more of like a hater discussion of astrology is saying like, oh, well, you're saying all Aries should be the boss. And it's like, I don't want people to hear a job thing and say, oh, well, I should only be in a thing like that because maybe you don't like that. But I think if you're coming at it from maybe, maybe being the boss sounds terrifying to you but if you are coming at it from a different if you flip it and don't say you're the boss actually like freelance is what it is because what you value most is this this and this and what you need to feel safe is a flexible schedule to know that you have time to yourself to know that you can travel if you want to or whatever then you hear boss and you go oh that's a different thing instead of going like oh I have to be this thing does that make sense yeah, I think it's the key core principles of yeah. you, what you're saying. Like, do you, a boss typically gets all those things, but do you yes. want to be a boss or do you want to just have something that isn't micromanaged and has more freedom? And, you know, do you want to be your boss or do you want to be someone else's boss? Right, or right. This, do you want to be the one who makes the schedules, who gets to decide what time is happening? Or are you better being told, being given parameters that you get to work within? And do you prefer, I think, Saturn to all of these things? That's why I just it's like hard to say a career thing, because I think it all is so holistic and depends on what it is that you want from this thing. Like. It's just mm-hmm. so hard to say, oh, you should do this one thing if we aren't asking like why people are wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm making it much more complicated, but. I think that no. the the simplification of it to me comes in looking at those things that we talked about, those placements in your natal chart. And instead of asking the question, what should I do? Because I do think people can do anything they want to do. And I think for the most part, humans have the capacity to take on more than they can rather than, you know, call it in or phone it in. Like we sometimes get irritated when we see people do. Um, I do think human beings are, are like, we're pretty resilient. I mean, we've shown the environment how fucking resilient we can be at this point. We've ruined the world. So, um, more destructive than resilient, right, just right. Invas- invasive, <laughs> right, actually. Right. We're totally capable of doing a ton of stuff. Um, I think that we look at those, those things and we, we talk about how we do something rather than mm-hmm. which deciding which thing we do, we talk about how we do it. So maybe you are stuck in a dead end job, but that's like, I don't know. I like, I don't want to call someone's thing a dead end job but you're stuck in a thing that maybe it's not necessarily there's no room for improve or like upward mobility you don't like it very much how do we continue to do this work because we're not just giving up to you know like giving up on life or whatever so we look at that sixth house and we say how do I be in service of the people at the for me the bar that I work at instead of um how do I make this about me or how you know this, if this is a means to an end, we, we decide, okay, well, you know, my success is Libra. So if I can keep everyone, you know, calm and, and Venusy and having a good time, that's, that's how I can do that. And my, my midheaven is Aquarius. So maybe like today I'm going to get a little bit like quirky and funny and like bring up some weird conversation topics for people, let them, you know, run away with it. That might be fun. Or, um, I don't, I can't even, whatever, more example here. Um, (laughs) but I think that we can apply those things to both a job that we do that might not necessarily be our passion or our life, as well as something that we really choose and want to do. And I think that for a lot of people, the goal is for that thing they really want to do to be the thing that makes money and to to be their only thing and to be their career. Uh, That's, I think what people ask when they ask about career that's what I assume they're asking and I think truly the answer is using the same techniques in both spaces and watching and seeing and giving it the time and energy you don't just get to say well today I'm a podcaster and never record anything or never do anything you have to actually meet up at noon 12 30 on a Tuesday and say hey and you know talk and have it be recorded and then figure it out. And maybe then you get to a point where you become a podcasting becomes your career where you've done it for years and people ask you for advice and whatever, but you still are going to be putting the same strategies to work at the bar you work at FedEx Kinko's, the grocery store, whatever your day job is. 
Mm -hmm. I like that of like the how you do things, how you do things and why you do things, uh, I think are like the key things where it isn't to say that you just are good at something because there's a ton of, and that's why I like, like 10th house ruler, because it is one, not everybody has anything in their 10th house speaking as an empty 10th house person. I know there's no such thing as empty houses. You know, sue, sue we me. know uh we know we did an episode on it listen back uh but <laughs> this thing of like you know oh working I have ruler of the 10th and the 4th and I actually do really like working from home and being able to do things that I don't have to like leave and make a big production for if I'm able to be doing things throughout the day I'm actually much more productive and then that makes me feel like I am being valued at the job that I'm doing because I am able to do a good job because I am not over scheduling myself and those things so I think it's also like how do you how do you want to feel how do you want people to perceive you and what do you feel like you are good at and what's important to you mm-hmm that's why when I say I don't think everyone can do everything is because yes. I'm a person that can't fucking do more school. I know this about myself and maybe I could one day, maybe that will change. But I think knowing like those keywords, the how, the why, what's important, and then what's the actual kind of astrological way we can get there. Do you want to be a doctor, but don't want to be in school or don't want the the bore of the other people or this, maybe there's alternative medicine or there's well, this, or I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, there's different routes to get to something that has like the root value that you're looking for. So that's I what I mean. Like, not everyone can do everything. Yeah. You can do something similar. Well, then uh, it's but, like, do you want to be a, do you want to be a doctor or do you like the idea of helping people? That's what I mean too, of this yeah. different thing of like, I think also people get in their head. Oh, well, I want to be this thing. I know this is the thing that I've done for my whole life of like, I want to be an actor. And then it's like, actually, that's not really what I want to be. I want to be this thing. Like, what are, what are the parts of this that go to me? Because I actually really hate a bunch of parts of this. Maybe you still can be an actor or whatever, but also I like performing in this way. I like having conversations. I like being able to do a whatever, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I also, I think you can, but whether you should or not, or whether you want to is different. Obviously, the why comes into play. Like, I know for a fact, Stevie, you, you're the only one of us who has been to astrology school. So it's like, you know, like, of course, like, yeah, you don't want to go Look, they back weren't for... grading very hard over there. Let's just say that. <laughs> I love a school with no grades, you and know, like, that's the type of school I can do. Of course. <laughs> and it's in a, a chosen field. It's more in that, like, Sagittarius, ninth house area stuff, something you're already passionate about because you wanted to it's like there are other mm -hmm. reasons of course I I don't want I can't work in an office but if I if it was my dog's life on the line sure I'll do it you know what I mean right so I think yeah. I think there is like there of course there's always a why there's always everyone especially people of different like socio socioeconomic backgrounds like there's a, a lot of times you don't have a choice but to go do the thing you don't want to do anymore and so that I think is again, like if you, if you do want to be a doctor and you have maybe like Aquarius placements, like I have Aquarius midheaven. I, I think like you went to like helping people, but my first thing was like, oh, you could apply all this science that you're interested in, in a holistic manner. And that could be a really interesting practice too. So it definitely depends on what your perspective is. And your natal chart is a great way to kind of help you sparse out what those things are like oh do I want to be a doctor because doctors help people like do I want to because I'm interested in like do, conducting research studies or I like science or I'm really good at math and that seems like like there's so many different reasons why people want to do things and I think your natal chart can kind of help you carve out what those things are and maybe combine them in a way where we're finding something that works with all of them of course we're going to run into aspect problems you know squares we're going to have some opposition stuff where maybe we feel I, I really do I know I have a friend that has um, a Leo moon and I, I mentioned to him like I know you really you really want to like be seen but it's because of some of his other placements I think that he feels like it's not an important enough fight like mm -hmm. oh yeah me wanting to be an actor is like not a 
it's not helping others. It's not like this is like a very kind of egotistical thing to aspire to, but you still have that Leo moon. You still really do want to be seen. So it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, whatever job that you do, you're always going to have that little thing inside of you. That's like needing to be recognized, wanting of course to be credited for your work. And it's going to come out in weird ways if you don't pursue something that lets you shine a little bit. And so it doesn't, you, if, if acting feels like it's trite or whatever, then be the head (laughs) of your company or be, you know what I mean? Start a nonprofit that you're the face of do something that feels like it's good. And also you're still going to have to be in the spotlight a little bit. Mm -hmm. I like this too, of thinking of like, I think people are at different places with their like career journey or something to where it's like, if you're not want to say at the beginning, but if you, if you're feeling frustrated in this too, I think it is really important to say like, to be honest and realistic about what it is that you need and like, and are capable of too. I guess that's the other thing of like, yeah, I don't think anyone can do anything, but it's also like, Yeah. If you have this, if you want to be seen, that's not going anywhere. So let's figure out how to put this in a place that makes it feel in conjunction with these other things too. And I think that's like, I guess it's just like the asking, asking what, what part of your career are you having questions about? Is it, uh, do you just want us to tell you like, this is a job that you should do, or like, this is a thing you're good at, or are you frustrated about how am I going to make this happen? This feels insurmountable, or this feels like it's incongruent with, I want, I want to be an actor, but I also want to help the world. How do I make these two things work? And so I think that there's just like so many more questions than what's the job that I'm going to be best at, which is so like, I don't know, like, yeah again like where it's like the job that you could be best at is maybe one that you don't even know that's where else I guess Mm -hmm. that's the thing too is that I think we have all of these dreams and these ideas about what we're supposed to do what we think is going to make us happiest that aren't actually taking into account what we feel or where how what jobs have we liked in the past where have you felt uh what inspired you to want to do this what is it that you believe will happen about yourself when you are when you have a quote-unquote successful career like what does that mean to you what are the trappings of that any of those things and I just think we say we say career but we don't know what we're actually asking for also our generation is going to have like 12 different jobs like for the rest of your life (laughs) like job security is most likely out the window unless you're like a trust fund hedge fund person and if so join our patreon and please go to the highest tier possible thanks so much uh something I like to ask people and then I think about their natal chart too is like have you ever done sales or could do a sales job? Cause that's like such a fun, like, oh yeah, sadly I can like make anybody buy anything. And then there's some people like, I would rather like, you know, like put on clown makeup and do a song and dance and like, then try to convince anyone to get on board with anything. And I think obviously Mercury is there. Like, I know this is like a vague answer. Like, wow, your entire chart is really going to give you an idea of maybe those skills that you could get into for your career or job or whatever that looks like. But also, man, it's just all those factors of like, some people care more about money than others. I know, not cool to say. Some people need more safety and security more than others. Some people want that freedom, flexibility. Some people want to work in something that ethically aligns with their values. I think it is like, it is, it's like deciding to break up with someone. It's like, let's make the pros and cons list and what's hopefully hitting more pros than cons. And guess what? It'll probably change 400 times as well. So (laughs) just- hang on and enjoy the ride. I think another thing to keep in mind for sure is that when we're talking about, you know, you, we're talking about, oh, look at your midheaven and look at your sixth house and this. And you'll find when you do, when you look in books or when you look on websites, they'll give you an answer. And we're not going to do that. We're not going to say if you're a Libra midheaven, you have to be a a beauty blogger or, you know what I mean? I'm not going to, I mean, I did make a, I did make a list, but I think we should give suggestions, but I'm not going to yes. tell you that this is your, the only path not for you or so. anything like that. And it's good to look at those things and say, Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I do have a legal mind or, you know what I mean? Let your mind run journal on it, meditate on it. But I think something that's good to remember is and now I don't remember what, who the fighter is, but they were talking about on the astrology podcast, um, some MMA fighters that have 
Mars in Libra, which is its detriment placement. And um, interesting. speaking of MMA, because it's literally fighting. So Mars. So they were talking about how some of the people that have this placement, I mean, you would think like, oh, well, their Mars is in detriment. Like, how are they good at MMA? Like, oh, this doesn't really make astrology doesn't work or whatever. But I think it was Austin Kopic that was talking about how these fighters are definitely people who kind of play defense or they really study their opponent and they, they know how to move reactively instead of Aries Mars. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to swing first. Like I'm going to come MMA fighter, which a lot of MMA fighters also have Aries Mars. So it's a very interesting matchup to watch those two play together, like literally in a ring with rules, (laughs) um, which kind of isolates some, some of our astrological control group and all that kind of stuff. Uh, some of our astrological study, I should That's say. That's so interesting because then even thinking about them being oppositional and wanting to being a person that would want to get in a ring with an Aries because it's like, oh, okay, cool. I could see, like, we can really see which one of these were, how do these match up against each other? Right. And mm-hmm. and and that that style of fighting is a different type of talent all on its own. And I think we should remember that too when we're looking at Midheaven, I mean, definitely look at the other side, like look at the other sign and see, cause it's that axis. Right. So like, I, you know, I have a, I have a Leo I see and like, that's cool. Like I, I love being in performance and doing stuff. It doesn't mean it's like the, the only thing I do at home or whatever. It's part of that Aquarian thing, the stand-up comedy, astrology, woo woo, weird podcaster stuff. That's a, it, you know, the thing that we get articles written about us for is not, it's not, um, I don't know. Do you, does it make, does it make sense what I'm saying? It, it doesn't yeah, always have yeah. to come out well, it's, as I'm a lawyer. It's like, no, you're, right. you're really good at like sales because you always understand the other person's what they're going to ask next, like a lawyer would. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what it is would, yeah. Like I like, I think it's like, what are you everything in astrology has an opposite and a, and a polarity or whatever too. So it is also like, why do you want to go out? Like what's motivating this cancer at the top? It's Capricorn at the bottom. It's this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I have this foundation, which makes me want to be, you know, kind and nurturing out here because it's very hard and cold down here or whatever it is like that, just like responding to that. So being aware of what you also, I think are, trying to get away from and make sure that you aren't trying to get away from things that could be also aiding you and are helpful and are not the, I think, again, that's like a career, uh, not trap that we get into, but that thought of like, well, I want to be different from what I am. I want to be, I feel this thing. And that's not, that's not what's like cool or important or what people, you know, what people get successful for isn't this thing, but in reality, you have that thing too. So let's also figure out how to integrate that, how to respond to that, how to be aware of what we're responding to and use it. I think mm-hmm. another challenge for everyone, we're, we're telling you to do the same thing a career coach tells you to do. You want to work in production, but you're a bartender. What have you done at your day job that you can put on your resume that makes it look like you're a producer? You know, yes. that, that's, that's what I'm asking you to do with your natal chart. And I want to challenge you too, if you are looking for work right now, and I know things are still definitely not like backup, normal running it, interviews might be zoom. Things might be different. You don't, you might, you might be going to a place that is freshly built or used to be in an office or whatever. Things definitely aren't easy right now. So let me throw in an added challenge for you. Um, Take those things in your natal chart. Take a look at those things. Your midheaven, your sixth house, your second house, your north node, Saturn. Look, look, look at them and decide what parts of those things make you good at your job or good at what you want to do and put that in your resume. Don't say I'm an Aquarius midheaven, so I should get this job because of this. Say I'm really concerned with like, uh, making it this place a better place for everyone. So I would be a great fit for this environmental, whatever research position. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it goes back 
I mean, so many of these Astro websites about career are going to be so one-to-one. Do you know how many told me as an Aries Midheaven to be a firefighter? I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> I do not want, I mean, I mean, they're hot in respect to all those, you know, fighting those fires, but it's so like you move and you like danger. It's like, hi, I'm a Cancer Mars. I'm a wimp. That is not true. Like, so again, well, it's like in, danger in it what all way? In. In what way? Right. Freelance, I would say, is a pretty dangerous, quote unquote, dangerous. lifestyle because it's lacking in a in a you are your Security. own boss. You are in a yeah. thing. But that's the kind of that's the kind of danger you can tolerate. Can you tolerate physical proximity <laughs> to being unsafe or can you tolerate risk in your life? And can you trust yourself to follow your instincts to take care of yourself? Those hey. are the things like. Maybe, you know what? I've never tried it. So maybe I would hey. like it again. Aries Midheaven. Maybe I've done every job. So like, maybe I'll try it and like it and be like, fuck it. Here is my new life as a hot firefighter. Um, you well, never know. But I think it gives good. I think our Midheavens do give it at least that it, it's very like your parent sees you, sees it in you. Like, come on. Yeah, I know you could try like and give it a shot. Why not? But but well, I think going back to all those things in your chart of your moon, your Venus, all the things play a factor. What's important to you? I think too, Stevie, if, if, um, you're up for like a management or like a strategist position or something that, that requires kind of thinking on your feet, I think putting out fires is something you're very good at and not in the physical sense, metaphorical. So I think that's definitely (laughs) what I'm talking about here on your resume is find those things and say, oh, look, I actually really am good at catching the ball when it drops and and putting out little fires when they pop up and not handling not, things ooh. when they happen in real time right. and not not, not being saying like, oh, we'll let that burn i'm an aries mm-hmm. midheaven so you should hire me like yeah find what that means and and how that can be translated into a, a different uh job skill though mm-hmm. so wouldn't it would that it were we lived in a world where you could just put your natal chart on a resume and be like here's here's my qualifications <laughs> oh but wouldn't it Wasn't- suck being rejected I was going to say, I think yeah. they had that at some job. I feel like that was on some Twitter thread somewhere of, of someone didn't get hired because of their I know sign. They said this stuff too about the, the, you know, don't, I, I, I didn't get that room because I'm a Capricorn or whatever those things too. But I just, mm-hmm. they're not wrong, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know I get it. There's problems, there's holes, but yeah. I just wish I could say. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that people, people judge anything. People be judging. True. People be judging and picking on dumber things than uh, than your natal chart. So at least if they say, "Oh, I see, I see this is an Aries midheaven," but what we need is a, a Virgo midheaven in this kind of thing. Sure, that might be a wrong calculation, but at least they're going off of something that like you truly can't help and change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't that just know. made me that just again. Made me I just want to. I <laughs> go. Sorry. That just made me think because my day job in casting, there's like this specific group of people in casting who. If someone says like, I would love to be casted on the show, they reject them because casted's not a word. And then I go, when did you become the king and queen of the universe? It is also not a common phrase that people say very often. And it's a very easy spelling thing to mix up. So like, fuck yourself if you're really going to be that damn granular on judging someone. And yes, Aries, we make mistakes. So that's why I'm also like, give them like you didn't even give them the chance to like politely do a grammar correction if that's what you want to do. It's like eh, next. And it's like, these little things like and is it relevant to the is it relevant to what they're being casted for (laughs) here we go yeah now i'm just gonna use that to get is this america's best grammar police officer like can you imagine that show the most obnoxious show i've ever heard of is just people (laughs) correcting people's grammars on live tv can you oh i guess spelling bee would be i do like spelling bees but different if it's something like that then it's relevant information for you to say yeah, we're not. Yeah, you didn't get that right. <laughs> but but if it's for whatever, then it's like, yeah, who cares? I'm going to try to and, and any audition I ever go on in reality, I'm going to try to. Uh, like weave it in, but not about the role. So say something like I casted my net or like <laughs> mm, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sneak it in, but not about the role and see how that goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, actually lights this spark. isn't. This isn't my first audition today. I casted a wide net. On <laughs> all of these. I, I still think it's cast, but I just it's wa- still I cast. Just, I just want them to be like, oh, I don't know. She used it right in the role sense, but not on the fishing <laughs> analogy. 
Yeah, this is just people who it's like, are you what do you here at work to do? Because it's not to find the best talent it's to be like, clearly the biggest bitch. So fun, mm-hmm. fun, ta- fun times. Should I do have a, a dumb, fun little I know, it's list. Like, yeah. Let's go through your list. I'll breeze through. Go through your breeze. list. I'm going to go through this 10th house ruler list after you. Okay. Do they? Uh, it's quick. Well, I just went by rising, uh, rising in midheaven. Again, this is just food for fucking thought. If you're literally sitting here being like, bro, I got to move out of my mom's house. I need a goddamn job. Like, what the hell should I do? Aries rising, cat midheaven. I thought that'd be a fun camp counselor. This is very gold building energy. I think cap midheavens are gonna, you're sorry, if you Google this, you're gonna hear that you have to be the boss. So this is like leader position boss, but in a team building way. And I feel like since Aries rising is that fun, playful person, it can also be like, look, I get to give all the children beer after they've done this team building exercise. Cause if you do the goals, you can also be a cool individual. So I thought like cool camp counselor felt very Aries rising cap midheaven. I'm also going off of like the whole sign. So check if you're using Placidus, you might have different midheaven uh, to your rising. So fucking check for yourself <laughs> and uh, go, go. Do your there. own research. <laughs> Do your goddamn own research. I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram are down. So you cannot, but uh, that's the spoiler, spoiler I like, alert. I like that too, as like Aries rising Capricorn midheaven is like, people are going to assume that you have that think that you have things in the right place. You have a natural chart. So they're Mm going to assume you're a leader. They're going to assume that you want to be in charge, that you know where you're going, that you are like leading a literal line somewhere. So use that to your advantage that people will trust. People will follow you. I guess Mm -hmm. that's maybe what it is where it's like, yeah. The amount of camp cat mid heavens I've done chart readings for is like, and I just ended up being the manager and I didn't even want to. It's like, oh, sweetie, I know people want to give you more money. It's just say yes, they take it and delegate it to somebody else. Taurus rising, Aquarius mid heaven. This is, I've, I thought of this as like very expose reporter. Cause I think Scorpio gets this whole like detective of the Zodiac thing all the time, but Taurus and Aqua are very like, give me the fucking facts, Jack. And I think of Aquarius also sort of like bringing down that evil empire sort of thing, like breaking the news of like what's actually fucking going down. So, and also again, these are random. So uh, a little, I mean, random with some basis, but yeah, expose, bringing down the system, different sort of, different sort of energy. Uh, Should I just keep rolling through? Yeah. Okay. Gemini rising, Pisces, midheaven, become a psychic medium. Why not? Client work for the Gemini risings. You can use that Pisces healing connected ethereal plane for that midheaven. Also, I mean, this is just that connection to like magic. I think Gemini can actually like speak what, speaking what they're feeling. So I feel like that's like a nice connector of that kind of mind body sensing. Um, So yeah, if you didn't, if you're like, I'm not psychic at all, work on it. Maybe you are and uh, you can find out soon. I like that too, because it's not even, I guess, in the, let's think of these as possibilities and gateways to think about what you might be doing or what you want to be doing. Again, like Stevie said, these are random suggestions, but I think that as a Gemini rising, likely you feel comfortable asking a lot of questions or you aren't, mm -hmm. you aren't intimidated with being in conversation with people. So are you psychic or are you just able to say, what do you do? What do you like? All of those things. If you have that, if you're able to get that information, it's pretty easy to make a prediction about what someone might be doing or what other things are there. So, you know, again, use your skills of conversation and curiosity and willingness to talk to your advantage. Curiosity and connection. It can go, go a long way. Uh, cancerizing Aries midheaven entrepreneurs, very vague, but why not? Aries is about moving and trying Cancer already has that national natural connection to people and networking. I know cancer rising is going to like a little more safety, but passion can sometimes beget passion. So I think that that Aries MC, you know, I've talked to a lot of Aries MC people who end up being teachers and then I'll be like, oh, good. You get to kind of do your own thing. They're like, no, I'm in a bureaucratic system of school and this. And I'm like, but it's just you up there, baby. It's just you up there giving the show to the kids or teaching your thing or just, you know, being that, that like that person that knows what the fuck they're, they're talking about. So I think they got their fingers on the pulse. I'll go with entrepreneurs, sell those. I was going to say shake weights. Remember the, <laughs> just the weights yeah. that just shake, <laughs> those j- jack off shakes that just shake in your hands. <laughs> I think that's brilliant because you always talk about cancer, uh, rising 
uh, people being someone that people like kind of just immediately open up to. And mm -hmm. so I think people are likely to tell you their problems. And so you can also come with up with the solution to people's problems. Also this thing of like knowing what people struggle with, knowing what people are uh, wanting or needing or whatever, and being the person to give them that thing. I think that's very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Keep the pro keep them moving. Keep them, keep them. It's, it's, oh, I think that is entrepreneurs. What you're saying is like, where's the hole in markets and what are people looking for that you can then provide? Mm -hmm. uh, Someone's always telling me about how they hate this thing. So I went, oh, well, we should make a curling iron that always, that turns off 20 minutes after a thing. Everyone's always giving me their sob stories about how they had to go home and what up, you know. Hey, and it's competitive. That was, that was me that told you that I had to drive back <laughs> home to turn my straightener off last week. Ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys are the that only example people. was a little too close to home. You're the only people I talk to. Okay. I have to use examples <laughs> from I, us. I literally, every person I've ever lived with has gotten the call. Can you please go turn off my straightener? My dog's going to die. Which yeah, is a very like real and not made up concern. And it, it's it a does have thing, an automatic so. off too. So yeah. I don't know why I get so freaked out. Anyway, go ahead. It's because no fire in my so chart. What else is on the counter? No, what else is that? Like no fire on my and, chart. Terrified. Yeah. And also, just wouldn't it be like a really? I burnt down my house with a fucking straightening iron. Like it, it is. Like you just don't want that like egg on face, right? Of like, oh, it was this. It was the straightener the whole time. Leah Rising Taurus MC cute boutique owner why not this is like barry romeo michelle's store on venice boardwalk it's a sun venus combo of curating and also getting paid independence clothes like i think if anyone can actually like host the thing and do the thing um this is big this is big leo rising taurus mc vibery i would love to shop i love there. that because it's also like you are the ad you are the what mm -hmm. people are coming is to try to like uh emulate your style or whatever it is. And you, all you have to do to be your best advertiser is be yourself. All your favorite things in one place. <laughs> Doesn't it mm -hmm. sound lovely? A Virgo rising Gemini mid heaven, an engineer. I think Virgo and Gemini both be mercurial, have that quickness to really think about all the moving pieces. The Disney Imagineers sort of came to mind. If anyone's seen that doc about how Jesus Christ. So like the, all the inner workings of Disney, it's, you know, and I know we talked recently about Waterworld and the whole putting on the show. So I think engineering can go in that very science mathematical mind, but also in this putting on the show, like getting all the uh, parts together is feels very Virgo gem working in tangency together. Hell yeah. There's all kinds of engineers too. There's all so kinds. Any, anything where it's coming up with the, I like that, like production of it. How are we engineering these systems? Are we engineering this place, these people, all of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Libra rising, cancer midheaven, recipe developer. I don't know. Libra's pretty open and we'll just put things together. Cancer is definitely about the good feelings. Um, so it's kind of taste makers in a different sort of sense of really nourishing and going to that moon Venus stuff of what's what's feeling good. And also it's very cardinal of like, let me actually put this together and give it a try. Doesn't that sound like a fun job think, recipe developer? Yeah. I think yes. that's composition of all sorts too. Like maybe you're like, don't have a great palate, but you're really, really musically talented. Let's put together mm. a recipe of notes, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I'm just laughing because that's my combination. And I also said the way that one should figure out their midheaven is moon and Venus. And that's just mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you should chart check your Venus for the <laughs> and your moon because your chart is my chart. <laughs> uh, Scorpio rising Leo midheaven, a director. Yeah. I'm talking about back to Hollywood, baby. I think Scorpio risings are very known for their privacy and like behind the scenes, but what is more seen than Leo? And I think director is that the best of those both worlds of people know you by name, but it's for that work and it's for creating that drama, but also with the subtleties of telling the story. So I, I just like this very Plutonian sun, like you're all actually fans of me 
<laughs> like, but you don't know it that you are like, that's who you're here for. Um, something, yeah, you be a list director, um, you know, go for it, babies. I think, I think you can do it. I like that of like getting things out of other people too, but your ability to get things from people, not in a manipulative or whatever way, but that I think is very much a director thing is to be able to spot, uh, what, abilities someone has to also then say let's get more of this let's get less of this and so you are still you know uh running the thing but your mm -hmm. influence is felt but you don't necessarily have to be the one doing the thing mm -hmm. and you're still getting all of the the glory yeah. <laughs> like of the yeah. of the work uh, well, and Sag people know that it's like the the assist to where it's like, oh, this person brought this out for me or like I could I, I couldn't have got this performance without this director, you know, leading me. Yeah. Sag Rising Virgo Midheaven event planner. I think we hear these a lot with Sag and this, but I mean, the Virgo is actually going to like get it done as well. Sag has that big dream, the fun. What if we did this? What if we did it here? Like the vision and then Virgo can actually get the vendors, get all the things that actually make a party happen, know about like what the fuck's the bathroom set up, like all the really inner working stuff. So uh big picture Sag with the real detailed Virgo, I think is a, I love that. I I'm just love that combo together because I feel like it's really the best of both worlds right there. And I'm going to oh, yeah. challenge you, sustainable event planner. Let's get that earth midheaven really rocking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Balloons are out, people. Okay, look, there's no more. There's no more well, helium left. Balloons have been out. Get some recycling. Everything should They've be compostable. Yup. Cap rising, Libra MC, a coach. I think whether that's goal life coach, like we kind of talked about before, fitness. Uh, I think this cardinal thing of leaving things better than you found it feels very cap leaper together sort of like what you just said uh, about the previous one lisa of like how do we take what we got and really bring it to its 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 most fulfilling happiest place whatever that looks like it doesn't have to look like anyone else's happiness either and i think i think cap risings are really good about like the nuts and bolts of like what are we working with and then libra just has that sweetness too that can feel like a very encouraging uh leader coach oh, yeah. oh as i say we know so many um astrologers who are cap rising too so i think that that totally fits as like coach and being able to say like what's uh i guess similar to scorpio and to sag rising too where it's like seeing seeing someone else being able to give the direction and see the structure mm -hmm. and facilitate that for people with astrology too i mean there is timing and math and and rules and like mm -hmm. no you can't just say the moon's in cancer today it's like well it's actually in gemini like you have to like look at yeah. the actual facts and figures and i think coaching too is like well what's the goal do you want to if it, say it is a fitness coach do you want to lose weight get, build muscle you know maintain like what are what are we actually trying to do because then i'm going to recalibrate on what you're trying to accomplish and there's an expertise required. You got to like trust yeah. that person and know that they know what they're talking about. Like you're saying about it mm -hmm. being like fact-based and structured and all of that. Even though in LA, there's plenty of, there's plenty of uh, non, <laughs> none of those coaches. <laughs> I, especially with sports too. And, and I, I imagine almost anything that you coach, except for maybe life coaching, um, there are, there's already a set of rules. There's a structure in place. So it's like, you can't just win the basketball game like by throwing the however. ball out of the line or whatever. I'm the worst at sports, but you know what I'm saying. You can't throw out yeah. of bounds and and be like, but we made the basket. Like you have to play within right. the rules. Yes. And you have to be like in charge. I guess it's that too, mm -hmm. where it's like someone has to come to you and say, you have to be also willing to say like, nope, that's not the way you do it. No, mm -hmm. like a, a no person is also a coach very much a no uh and libro mc will be like no sweetie but you the, can't do but that. they're fair but they <laughs> yeah. know they know that it's fair they know that it's right they know that it's for the the best of the situation or like the good of the game thinking of like all of those 30 for 30 documentaries about like when they talk about great coaching it is someone that like gives that knows how to balance the people on the team knows how to balance the like the attitude with the game and all of that kind of stuff i love it Mm -hmm. aqua rising scorpio midheaven politician question mark okay i know politicians like 
pretty much suck flat out for the most part. But I'm thinking of change maker, like actual policy advocate, someone who wants to see and create change in this world. You know, Aquarius is very much about, uh, yeah, I think we see a lot of political and sometimes scary political people with Aquarius placements, but hey, they seem to get it done. And then Scorpio is definitely the sign we equate with radical transformation and change. So I think one that can really move people to do, to do things, um, even when it's hard, I think that's what fixed signs are really good at is like, mm, we have to though. So like, let's, let's get it snap and let's go do it. Also, if you're in the LA area, they're restructuring, uh, Mithya Raman's district. And okay. I recommend that you look into supporting or helping if you can, um, especially if you have this rising sign, I think, I think some, um, I, I'm not that versed on exactly how it's going down, but from what I heard, it didn't sound fair. So let's mm. take a look. And, it rarely is if yeah. they're doing something like that, when they're talking about re redistricting, I, I think they, yeah. they redistricted her out of her position or something. I could, I, I'm really not, I want you to do like, please fact check me because I don't want to give you misinformation, but definitely look into it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's, I like that too, because it's like a, an example. I think when we think of Aquarius and change and radical things where it's like, it is a person, but also can kind of be an inspiration and someone who uh, ultimately, like you said, that Scorpio midheaven of being like the root of a problem and actually caring about the things, not just being a weirdo or being a, uh, uh, different for different sake. It's like, no, we're doing this because there are problems that need to be solved and we can do, it's all about our attitude and perspective. And if we dedicate ourselves to change, then we can make real substantive Scorpio midheaven change transformation. Mm -hmm. And lastly, Pisces rising, Sag midheaven professors. I think Sag is definitely get equated with teaching that natural leader ideas the stuff we kind of talked about even with events of like that force that foresight into the future or whatever you want to call it and pisces does have that ease connecting with others so i think focusing um maybe teaching something that you wish you knew it's like being that cool like oh man i wish i had a teacher like this feels very pisces rising sad just like making up for all those almost like bad teachers or people that didn't really connect with people or cared Ooh, i'm thinking like guidance TV guidance counselor oh, vibes. I love what I'm that. hearing when you say that. Yeah, like impactful. Like I think like yeah. knowing that even if you're teaching, you know, fingernails 101, that you like really give a shit. And like this is like why you should care about fingernails and why it's environmentally important. You don't, you know, clip them around the house or I don't know. Like just having that real like zest for whatever it is. And I think even yeah, like a great guidance counselor is gonna make a difference in someone's life for some just don't they they're clocking in but that's it so go do all those jobs now it's law it's actually well, decreed. Thinking about thinking about those again as like ways to open up maybe ways of thinking about what what career you are seeking because I guess it's that ultimately I don't want to I want someone to have the career that they want not the one that we think you should have not the mm -hmm. one that your sign tells you it is the one that you are called to pursue and dedicate your life to the, the things that you value and make you feel uh, like you are living the life and using the skills that you are giving to the best of your ability. So I think ho hopefully you're hearing these suggestions and are kind of the math, so to speak, we did to get there can open up something for you in, in your chosen field or, and again, if you don't have a career we all have a life. We all have a, like a way that we are seen out in the world and everything too. So whether you have something that makes you money or not, you still have a 10th house. You still have a midheaven. You have a life. You have an impact and use that to the best of your ability. Uh, so don't, don't let fucking capitalism make you think that it has to be the thing that makes you money or the thing that makes you famous or the thing that is easily put on social media because uh, it might not be that thing but if it makes you happy and uh hopefully helps people and makes others happy and healthy then keep doing it baby and remember lie 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 about <laughs> your resume you do yes. not have to have or what's the confidence of a mediocre white man yes other people are Absolutely. lying about their experience it, it's not i'm not saying 
tell people you can drive the big rig if you can't. I'm saying you have two years experience and it requires four. You're good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And try like shoot your shot. You never know. You I love never it. know. Well, I love it. Get to we work, love you. bitch. <laughs> you better work. You want to party in France? You better work, <laughs> bitch. Uh, we love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?